Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career, adjusting to stay-at-home mom life in order to help other women, other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you are new to One of a Kind You, thank you. I'm so glad you're joining us. Welcome, welcome. If you are a regular listener of One of a Kind You, welcome back. I'm glad to have you here as well. So for all my regular listeners, you know how this works. I share a journal entry of mine from about five or six years ago, and then I reflect on what I wish I had known then and what I know now. But today we are in for a special treat because you will not have to listen to me blab about my journal. Instead, you're going to get to listen to one of my dear friends, Jackie Metzger, who is an energy healer, intuitive energy healer and teacher. And she has been such a pivotal part in my spiritual journey of healing and reconnecting with my inner self. And so I wanted her to come on to the podcast today um, because she has her own powerful healing journey, which led her to being an intuitive energy healer. And um, so she's going to share her journey with us and some words of wisdom. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Jackie. Thank you, Kim. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here with you. Yes, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. You're welcome. So did I get it right? Intuitive energy healer and teacher. Yes. Um, I have studied more than 10 energy healing modalities. And so I like to incorporate all of them. I'm really especially passionate about sound healing. And so I like to incorporate that in lots of different ways. Yes. Your sound healing is amazing. And um, you were so, um, I'll say kind, the kind doesn't even describe it, but so um, enthusiastic to share your sound healing um, techniques with uh, the group of girls and girl talk this week. And so that was super exciting. And that was a first for those girls. Um, so I don't know if my listeners really know what sound healing is. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, sound healing can come up in several different ways. I use my voice, I use crystal bowls, metal bowls, chimes, tuning forks, anything that makes noise, drums, shakers, like anything that makes noise has a certain frequency. And so everything is energy, everything has frequency. So when you bring in all of those different components, it can really shift your energy and it can help you release things. It can offer deeper healing, mind, body, and spirit. And it's just add something extra to healing sessions. Yes. And I think I've experienced all of your sound healing modalities. Yes. Yes. And I get so excited when Jackie decides to sing or chant in the session. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite besides the sound healing bowls. But that is like when you sing or chant, I'm like, yes, she sang for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always special for you. Like when you are with me, whoever I am working with, any songs that come through or chants that come through are channeled specifically for you. So it's yes. also a beautiful experience for me. Yes. And it's, um, I always feel like I moved to tears. Like I just, whenever you do, I know that it's so special because it's special just for me in that moment. And that makes it even that much more incredible. Um, and as was the meditation for the girls and girl talk, that was completely a guided meditation that intuitively came to you to prepare just for that session. So that was super special for the girls as well. 
Yeah, I, I love incorporating guided meditations. It can be really powerful for people who enjoy that kind of thing or how or struggle meditating on their own being guided helps so much. It's a really yes. good way to start your practice. Yes. Um, I've been meditating for over four years now, and I find that I still um, am better able to focus when I'm following a guided meditation, because even now, um, if I'm just sitting in silence more often than not, I get monkey brain where it's like a million miles an hour thoughts racing here and there and trying to really be present and acknowledge them and let them float away can be a challenge at times or feel like, ah, just make it stop. But when I have a guided meditation, it makes it that, it makes it that much easier and that much more, um, natural to get into the flow of the meditation. Absolutely. And, and like you said, there is this misconception that you have to have a blank mind when you're meditating 99.9% .9 of people don't, and that's totally normal. And like you said, just like you can focus on your breath or you're focusing on allowing them to float away. That's like an awesome technique too. Yeah. And so, um, some of my coaching clients are resistant to meditation. And so, uh, to get them into the habit and just seeing that meditation, isn't really as scary or intimidating as they seem to think it is. Um, even just starting with two minutes of meditation, mm -hmm. even just taking like six deep breaths or focusing on your breath just for a short period of time, that's a form of meditation. You're stopping your body. You're allowing yourself to relax. And it can be really impactful, just that short breath work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, when I do, if the racing heart, the anxious feelings are there and I just stop and I do those six breaths, it makes a world of a difference. Um, mm -hmm. Where in the past, I used to like wrestle through or like force, like just trudge on through the racing harder, the anxious feelings. And that at the end of the day made it worse and it lasted so much longer than it needed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then can, it can escalate. I used to have panic attacks all the time and having those, all these different tools can really help just allow yourself to calm down so much faster. Yes. Which, um, you've shared your healing journey with me. Um, and then every time I hear you say that you used to have panic, panic attacks, like that just doesn't even register in my brain because um, you are a person that I look at and think like, wow, she's so calm. She's so Zen. She's just a take it as it comes kind of lady. And so, um, so I'm excited to share more about your healing journey and how you've gotten to the place of, um, not having the panic attacks, but I wanted to ask you, cause you have so many, um, modalities that you work with. I would say sound healing is by far your favorite or the one that you're most drawn to, what are maybe one or two other healing modalities that you are your favorite out of all of the ones that, you know, um, another favorite is, is Reiki. That was mm -hmm. the first modality that I had experience with. And I'm the type of person that if I experience something, I want to learn how to do it. And yeah. so, um, I fully embraced it and love it. It's such a beautiful, gentle, loving modality. And my other favorite, I have three favorites, I think, um, That's okay. is called integrative energy therapy. And that is working with nine specific angels, working with emotions and your DNA that I feel the most like divine love. It's you heart link with your client or the world or whatever you want to do. And it's, it's also really beautiful. Yes. And I've also had that modality with you too, which is also, um, every time I leave a session, I'm just like, ah, I just feel the transformation taking place. Um, 
it's interesting that Reiki was your first healing modality on your healing journey, because that was mine as well. Um, my regular listeners know that I started in therapy and that for me was a train wreck and did not go the way that I thought it was going to go. And so when I had finally had enough of the therapy, because I was really still stuck in the same place that I was a year and a half before I had started therapy, I went to, um, a mind body spirit fest at a local community college. I went there thinking that I was going to learn about yoga and meditation. I had my yoga mat and my yoga clothes and I walked in and there were crystals there and, aura photographers and John of God, crystal healing beds and essential oils and all things that I knew nothing about. And I was so eyes wide open that weekend. Um, and there was a lady there who, um, is all, who is also a near and dear energy healer to my heart. Um, and that was the first, like first Reiki session I had first reading, so to speak that I had. And I was just blown away by the things that she knew intuitively about me. She knew I had two little blonde daughters. She knew patterns that I had run in my life because of childhood experiences. And I was like, sat up on that table crying. But after that reading and after that Reiki session, I just felt so much lighter. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need more. So I said, no more therapy. And, um, and then I started just going for Reiki and I felt like I was making more progress in that time of Reiki treatments. And I wasn't even going regularly. I was going like maybe once every other month, if I splurged maybe once a month, but it was probably closer to like once every three months that I was going and just the movement of that energy was so helpful. Um, that I too was like, Oh, I need to know. But it was interesting. I was like, I, I can't do Reiki on people. So I learned how to do Reiki on animals. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, cause I always said, um, this was before, years before I knew you, um, you know, Nancy was like, I can like, you can learn Reiki for humans too. And I was like, why would I Reiki myself? I'll just come see you. <laughs> <laughs> and since then I've learned now I'm a Reiki master and, and I can Reiki myself and people and animals and whatever needs Reikiing. But it was funny in the beginning, I was like, I can't do this. I'll just come see you. But it's always, um, I just like the human connection. So that's mm -hmm. why I like coming to you for energy work, because I like that human connection with you. Cause I feel like I've known you forever. Um, even though it's been what, maybe two years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think that's important what you said. I, I also see healers. Um, I had a healing session this morning. So from, I think that is an important part of it. We are meant to receive. If we are not receiving enough, we don't have enough to give. And so that even flow of giving and receiving is really important. And also when you see healers, even if you are a healer yourself, you may have been receiving information, you doubt it. And then if someone gives you a reading that clicks and can offer you that deeper insight or confirmation that's extremely powerful yes most definitely because um sometimes it's hard to step out of the mind and into the heart and so if you can have someone help you do that um mm -hmm. you know it confirms what you've been maybe thinking you know and not wanting to admit or it's just like you said that confirmation that maybe you saw this random sign from the universe and you like kind of ignored it. And then it was like, Oh, nope. Now this person is really going to confirm that that actually was a sign for me. And then you're like, Oh, okay. I should listen more. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, okay, Jackie. So you mentioned you have panic attacks and you have gone through this healing journey. What started the healing journey for you? 
Um, well, I'd started because I was having all kinds of crazy symptoms um, a few years ago and none of the doctors could tell me what was wrong. All my tests kept coming back normal, but I felt like I was getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And, um, and then one day I was like sitting in my basement watching TV and I heard this voice and it said, you need to become a Reiki master. I didn't know what that was. So I Google it. I book a session with the closest place to me and um, I felt so much better. I was, so I guess backstory, like I was eventually diagnosed with Lyme disease. And so this was an undiagnosed thing that I didn't know that I had. And, and so feeling any bit of relief was a miracle for me. I'd gone from not wanting to wake up anymore because the pain was so excruciating, both physically and emotionally, to having hope after even just that one session. And then, um, and then learning it and then bringing in herbal treatments and just getting deeper into my meditation. I've been meditating for probably 15 years, but it went up to a whole nother level when incorporating all of these things. And so that was really impactful for me. I, I used to have to carry medicine with me everywhere I went because I would have a panic attack. It wasn't like, oh, if we're going to, ha if it's going to happen, it was when it was going to happen. And so I made sure I had that medication with me. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder, um, been to tons of therapists, like nothing seemed to really help. It might help for a little while, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like I was getting the tools that I needed. And then for me, finding energy healing and all that it encompasses was that catalyst to help me heal myself yeah so powerful and that was one thing too um with my therapy journey is that there was times where i was like okay this is actually working i'm i feel like things are changing and it, and it would change or last for maybe a day or two if things were going really smoothly maybe a week but it didn't take long for things to start backsliding into the place where i had started um and I just felt so lost and confused and I just couldn't figure it out. And, and part of the, the benefit, I'll say the one blessing of the therapy was the labels that I was given um, because I was able to then say, like start reading books and doing re research on codependency and anxiety and childhood emotional neglect and realize that those were actually things that um, I needed to heal within. And so all the things that I was trying to implement from therapy um, and from reading the books were really kind of external things. And it wasn't until I started going for Reiki treatments and meditating that I realized it was the wounds and the trauma were actually within and I needed to start going within myself. And so I think that's where the benefit really came from with the holistic treatments was that I was able to go within. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is so important for us to realize that we have these amazing capacities to heal physically and emotionally within ourselves. Like everything we need, all of the knowledge, all of everything is already in, in our souls. It's just reaching in and working through it and also asking for help, finding those people, the books, the podcasts, the shows, whatever that can spark something in you that can help you to remember something you may have forgotten and to help accelerate that healing or allow you to go a little bit deeper and also allowing yourself to rest 
so mm -hmm. much of us are we're like oh i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this well a lot of this process of healing is resting and integrating what you're learning and experiencing yes the rest piece um still doesn't always come natural um, but i will tell you i have scheduled my weekend away for myself in may and i pre-scheduled one for september yes this makes me so happy because <laughs> um for all the listeners i have been going to for sessions with jackie almost on a weekly basis probably since january yes yeah maybe december i don't know yeah um and almost every time she's like have you scheduled time away for yourself have you scheduled time away for yourself and i was like no i have the places picked i just haven't done it well i actually did it yesterday yes yeah and it's it's really exciting to see when we do put ourselves first it is not a selfishness it's like it's survival um allowing yourself like i said to be completely full so that you can share from your overflow is so important and allowing yourself that time away especially people who have families or really stressful jobs or really anything so that you can completely separate yourself from your environment and just be you in your own energy, your own thoughts, your own feelings, and just, you can go so much deeper. Yes. And, um, I think part of the struggle for me early in my journey was that I, I didn't really know who I was. So I think sitting in that aloneness or that space of rest was kind of scary. Cause I was like, what if I, figure out who I am and I don't really like the who I am. Um, but that is more of like an external thing. That's not an internal thing. We are meant to love ourselves mm -hmm. unconditionally. And so although that might seem awkward or uncomfortable or scary to give ourselves that time, um, we need it to show up for ourselves. And in that it will allow us to show up for our families um, and our jobs or anything else that's important to us in a more loving supportive um energized way and so that was uh something that it took me a while to wrap my brain around that mm -hmm. and i think that's really common in our culture is that we are taught i was taught you have to work really hard all the time especially if you have your own business and you're an entrepreneur yes. you eat sleep breathe that business or if you're a mom, you give of yourself completely to be in service of your family. And we were different now. That didn't work back then. And it definitely doesn't work now. We're totally different now. And it's time for us to go within, like you talked about, and really love ourselves completely and truly and have a more gentle flow. Yes. And so something that you and I have also been talking a lot about lately, Jackie. So we're like totally deviating from your healing journey. I hope that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but we're just, we're just going with it. Cause see the thing about Jackie and me is that we can talk for hours and hours and we won't do that today on this episode of this podcast. We can always schedule another episode, but when I go for a session, I get there and then it's like, I babble a million miles an hour for 20 minutes. And then I'm like, Oh, I better stop talking so I can actually get on the table and receive Jackie's <laughs> energy work. And then I have to be mindful. I can't put your shoes on, stop talking and leave because Jackie has other clients that she needs to see. <laughs> but I love, but I love the relationship that we have and that we can, we are friends. It's, it's not only um, that client relationship, but yeah, kinship. Yes. That I love. Um, but we've been talking a lot lately about the need for us women to tap back into our feminine energy because 
so often than not in society, we show up with masculine energy because as moms or entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs who are running a business, we have to be in that masculine energy mode of fix it, fix it, fix it. The kids, like just before I was getting ready to go to this podcast episode with you, Casey bumped her knee into her lip and she's like, my lip is bleeding. I'm like, okay, so go get a wet paper towel, hold it on there. We're going to be good. Like, it's just a little bump. It's all good. But it was like, in that moment, it was like, I had to fix it. And then also in the midst of her bumping her knee on her lip, FedEx came and the dogs went crazy. And so it was like all these things that needed to be fixed in the moment. And that's totally masculine energy. And in masculine energy, um, you are the giver. And so we give, give, give. Um, And feminine energy is where you're the receiver and you're not in fix it mode. You're in, I don't want to say rescue mode because that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound serving. Um, but in feminine energy, you don't need to be in fix it mode. You can just, just be and Mm -hmm. let go, um, and allow other things to come to you, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, the receiving mode. So, um, so yeah, so that's been a huge thing and it goes back to being willing to give yourself time to rest and relax Mm -hmm. so that you can have the integration and the transformation that you're seeking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's been, cause that's been a challenge for me. I have always been the, I have to learn all the things and do all the things and be the best and all those things. And so shifting that energy, cause every day in meditation, I ask questions. And so much of the time it's like rest, receive and rest and allow this to come in so you can integrate it. And I don't always listen. Yeah, I notice when I do, it's like the universe celebrates and then they so much more. I receive so much more when I take just the short time to receive and rest. It's like, oh, yay, she listened. Okay, here, let's give her all the things Um, in whatever way that looks like in that moment. But it's so I'm excited to see now that you have now that you have scheduled this time away from yourself, what's going to shift in your life that's unexpected. Yes, I am excited to see um, see the shift take place. So um, let's see. We talked a little bit about Jackie's healing journey. We've talked a lot about the different modalities and the benefits to them. Um, we've talked about the importance of meditation and the benefit of meditation. Um, is there anything else, Jackie, that you would feel would be super helpful for um, any listeners to take away from today's episode? Um, what just came to my mind when you're asking that question is, so um, another thing that I do, the intuitive part is working with people's guides, angels, and ancestors, mm-hmm. their spiritual team. And so like I heard, it's just for everyone to realize you are always supported. You have mm-hmm. a team, a literal team of all of these spiritual beings who are surrounding you, loving you, supporting you, and waiting for you to ask for help ask for help for anything and everything they want to help you but they need to be asked and so you are loved beyond your comprehension throughout space and time it's hard for us to comprehend that but it is such a deep powerful feeling how deeply and truly you are loved unconditionally yes i am i love it and so and i think for me, when I was starting the spiritual journey, I wasn't raised in a faith-based family. We didn't go to church. Um, 
my grandmother forced my dad and uncles to go to church when they were younger. And so my dad can remember, you know, dressing in a Sunday best and then sitting in the back of the station wagon, waiting for my grandmother to do the grocery shopping and God love her, but she takes forever and a day because she checks the coupon with the size of the container and then double checks the list. And Woo, it takes forever for her to do her shopping. And so my dad can remember sitting in the back of the station wagon saying to himself, when I'm a dad, I will never force my kids to go to church. And so my grandmother also forced them to go to church on family vacation. So they would spend Sunday driving around looking for the nearest Catholic church. They would go to service and then go to lunch and then come. That was how they would end their vacation. And my dad hated it. So growing up, I did not see a, an adult figure aside from my grandmother who was like, you know, let's have faith that this is going to work, that things will be okay. You know, ask for guidance from a higher power. My mom didn't go to church either and didn't grow up in even a remotely faith-filled household. Um, so I learned that when the, when the shit hits the fan, you just barrel through it like a bull in a china closet. And so when I started this spiritual journey, I was literally Googling how to have spirituality. What does spirituality look like? How do you have faith? Like, how do you practice faith? And I thought that there was a, some prescribed way that I would have to ask for divine guidance or, um, and then I was like, well, like maybe it means that you have to go to church. Then I started researching churches in the area. And then I was like, well, I don't know anything about church. So when I would go to church with a friend growing up, I would not know what was being like, I didn't know what to say during mass. I didn't know what to do. And I would always be the one looking around, like what's everybody else doing. And I would just kind of like blah, 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 and mumble along. <laughs> so it sounded like I was saying what everyone else was saying. So I bought a Bible and I started reading the Bible and it was just this huge um thing like this gap inside this void where I was like trying to figure out like what does it even look like to have faith what does it even look like to be spiritual um and so I thought there was like this some crazy contrived difficult way to ask for divine guidance and so it's not you can do it in any way that feels comfortable for you right Jackie exactly spirituality shows up however you feel loved yeah yeah so for, for me now, spirituality for me is crystals, like energy from crystals. And so I have a whole shelf of crystals and I pick my crystal for the day and I either wear it in my pocket or I like stick it in my bra. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my husband laughs. Last night I forgot I had a crystal in my bra and I took it off to go to bed and it fell on the floor. And he was like, what are you shedding over there? And I was like, oh, it's citrine. <laughs> he was like, what's that for? And I was like, well, let me get the crystal book for you and show you. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, okay. Um, so, but essential oils, you know, so I have essential oil rollerball perfumes that are for the different chakras and mm -hmm. doing chakra mantras and mudras in the morning and meditating, like all those things for me are spiritual. They help me connect with myself, but they also help me connect with a higher power. Um, I've also started doing Reiki on myself more since that was also a suggestion, Jackie. And so even, even Reiki myself or my husband's or my, my husband, I only have one. I said husband's one husband. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> my kids um, is even spiritual for me. It allows me to connect with them on a deeper level. And so um, if the struggle with, you know, asking for help is you can just say in whatever way feels most natural in that moment, based on the feelings that you're having or the thoughts that you're having. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
and it's it really is unique to each person and i love how you talked about the spiritual there's that spiritual connection because we are meant to connect with each other with this planet with everything everything has energy and we are one with everything and so that's however that shows up for you is perfect yeah so oh my gosh jackie it was amazing to chat um i will i will end the podcast episode now because i could go on and on and on um but tell us if there is a listener that wants to learn more about you um what is the next step for them if they're like oh my gosh you know i really love everything jackie had to say or they're super curious about the sound healing modalities that you offer um or reiki or integrative energy therapy right iet mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah um what what would that look like should they go to your website and book a session um book a call first i would think especially if you are not super familiar with energy healing to um to book a call with me it's a 30-minute discovery call and we can just figure out like if what i do would be a good fit for you and then what what kind of work would we do together if you feel like i want to book a session and um, so there's also that option my website has probably too much information, so um, <laughs> I'm an overshare. Same. <laughs> so if that's overwhelming, just reaching out to me in any of those ways, we can um, set up a time that's perfect for you. Awesome. I love it. And so in the show notes, Jackie, I will put your Instagram um, and Facebook, well, Instagram handle, because Jackie's on Facebook. I'll put your Facebook business page in the show notes and then also your website and um, your scheduling links. So that way, um, if they want to get in touch with you, they can go right there and they'll have all hashtag all the things about Jackie. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm excited and I'm so grateful to be a part of this. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful that you agreed to come on and we're willing to share your healing journey with us um as much as i you know talked about it so um it's been fun i love chatting with you and i will actually um see you next wednesday yes i'm excited <laughs> I'm, I'm like yay counting down the days um so i hope you enjoy the rest of your day jackie thank you you too you're welcome. Okay. And that wraps up this episode of one of a kind you, if you found this episode helpful or interesting, and there's a friend that you have that you think would benefit from this, please share this episode with her. Um, the more the merrier we're Jackie and I are over share. So share away to podcast land. And I hope that you will tune in for another episode of one of a kind you next week. It's been such a pleasure and I hope everyone has a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in.